See that no one misleads you. The Bible is clear that the last days will be filled with false teachers, deception, mockers, lawlessness, those who love themselves, those who will be unloving and unholy, those without self-control, those who will pretend to know God, yet they are simply whitewashed tombs. There will be no great end times revival, just a great last day's deception. Scripture warns that people will creep into their churches unaware. Who are those creeping in and why are they doing it? The church in the last days will be full of compromise, deception, and a lack of discernment. Life clips will contend earnestly for the faith, as Jude 3 instructs. Warning, the red light has been turned on. Grab your Bible. It's time to expose the dark. Do you have any supernatural stories? You know, like, of course we have supernatural stories. Jude 8, yet in the same way, these men also, by dreaming, defile the flesh and reject authority and revile angelic majesties. Any prophetic gift must be evaluated in light of the Word of God and not on the basis of personal or attested empirical observation. Any person who claims the gift of prophecy, A, cannot fail to have a predictive prophecy come to pass, B, cannot say anything contrary to the Word of God, and C, they must follow biblical procedure in its application and practice. And finally, the most important one, because the Word of God written is an eternally completed document, there is little likelihood that further revelation is either needed or possible. Like I said, God has given me an assignment as an attorney. And as he took me, he says, take your position. And there was an office in heaven with my name on it as an attorney to intercede for very um, well-known people. Boy, have you lost your mind because I'll help you find it. In, uh, on the earth before they died or because, because something was going to happen. And they were going to be weighed out in the balance. And I needed to intercede. I'm going to tell you something. Michael Jackson went to heaven before he died. How about new? God had visited him. Really? There were prayers that went up for him. There were prayers that went up for him that people would intercede. And Michael Jackson accepted the Lord Jesus as his savior. Wow. He was all the confusion. The enemy wanted him. Oh boy. The enemy wanted him. And the enemy had set up witches to try to take him. To try to take him. 
And then these uh, these warlocks and witches made these crazy YouTubes that he was in hell. This is not true, saints. This is false. Michael Jackson is in heaven. And you know what he does? He dances and he sings for the Lord. sings for the Lord. I had a small um, a trance where God put me in a trance and I had a chance to see Michael last year during the time of what we people call it the epidemic and the sickness and the Lord and God allowed Michael to, you know, to dance. He says, tell the people on earth. This is Michael saying, tell the people on earth to dance before the Lord, to start to celebrate. Good things are coming. To celebrate, good things are coming. And he's dancing and he's singing. He's a songwriter in heaven. Glory to God. Nice. Awesome. To tell a prophet, do you have any supernatural stories? Is, you know, like, of course we have supernatural stories. But I was washing dishes, and in our little house that we had in a town called Weatherford, Texas, I could look from my kitchen sink into the living room. It wasn't a very big house. And all of a sudden, I just felt like, I don't know how to explain it. People say, well, how do you feel, God? Or how do you know an angel's there? Well, I want to tell you something. There's no way to describe it. You know, you know that it's an angelic encounter. You don't have to think, well, maybe there's an angel there. No, no, no. When there an angel's coming to visit you, you know it. It's not realistic. It's crazy. So I'm feeling this presence coming from the living room. So I get this picture. I'm like walking. I have this, you know, dish towel, wiping my hands, walking to the living room. And all of a sudden, in the middle of this big high back chair, I mean, much higher than the one I'm sitting in, you know, we call them wing back chairs. There's this big angel. His shoulders were way above the top of the chair. I mean, he was massive. And I'll never forget how he looked because he had a little, a little gold um, band here, little gold crown. And so I walked in and I said, oh, it's the Lord. And he spoke to me, he said, I am the angel of the Lord. And I literally just fell over. The big thing is, is that we're all moving on. I'm sure that all of us have wondered this. Why didn't God destroy Lucifer? when he rebelled against him. How many has ever wondered that? Why didn't God kill the devil? And I was in prayer this week and the Lord spoke this, is I needed a reference point to show my greatness. I'm 56 years of age, I don't even know where the crawl is, but I've got one. It's people that are standing up, prophesying, dooming and glooming in this time and they have the audacity to try to take eschatology or scriptures that they think are eschatology and they twist it. <laughs> and people jump on the bandwagon of some of the stuff that's coming out and what happens is they reject the true office of the prophet that speaks and has been speaking in a generation. I'm gonna read this because it's easier to read because I was writing under inspiration like I said before. We know a recession is coming, but God is gonna use it to cause people to transition. 
He has new opportunities for many, new relationships and new places to live for some. We're going to see a huge transfer of people moving from one city to another, from one church to another. Now, we've seen this the last couple of years. We're going to see one more year of it, 2023, in a major way. A financial famine is coming, and it's going to come over different parts of the world. And for some, God's using the season of lack to put you in a place to make decisions you wouldn't have ever made if you were comfortable. He sometimes allows a level of lack to bring you into decision-making, to bring you into new places that you would have never gone if you weren't forced there. I heard recently with my wife, T.D. Jakes was referring to this, and he said Joseph's brothers would have never gone to Egypt to change the destiny of Israel if there wasn't a famine. There they found Let's talk about fulfillment of some of your prophecies. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what specific are on your heart? What are the key prophetic words that you have, uh, that you're feeling right now? Okay, well, one was just, so September 1st, I had a word and um, he says, I, I say again, watch the queen. Now this was September 1st, he died on the 8th. He said, something is about to be revealed that the royals wanted to keep hidden. Now, as of right now, we just know that she passed away. We have no idea exactly why she passed away. We didn't even know she was even sick. As far as we knew, she was just hunky-dory and fine. Um, but all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she was just sick, and she just, they rushed into her side, and she's dying. So again, that is... Um, so if you can see here, here is your prophetic word about Prince Charles. Oh, yeah. Okay, so no one knows what happened. No one knows what happened, but Julie had a prophetic word February 8th and 15th of 2022 this year, okay? This is the prophetic word. This is for Prince Charles. You will be stripped of your power and will never have the royal crown. You helped with the coup in my nation and the whole world will know it. Another arrogant pharaoh and you will fall. Here's the interesting part. You are your own mother's murderer. Mm -hmm. So people think because, and we were just talking about this right before, people think because that um, he's already said he's been, you know, proclaimed king, that, well, that prophecy didn't come to pass because he's already king. Well, he hadn't had his correlation yet, and that is when he is designated um, the professional day or the whatever day, the day of celebration, um, where he gets the crown. Officially. It would be it would be like an election here in the United States, yes. but it's not until January where yes. you actually become president of the United States. Yeah, so that's the exact same scenario. Yeah, his celebration is uh, so so many months out. I don't know how many months it takes, but it's not right now. So even though he's been declared king, he hasn't been officially just like you know, like you said, with an election that hasn't been officially um, designated that yet. It's just he has that name. And again, he has a name. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you serious? In this encounter I had with the Lord, um, I was actually worshiping Jesus. And then he began to show me visions. And I began to see several things. And I began to hear several things. So I'm going to be breaking this up a little bit. But you're going to be hearing several different prophetic messages the Lord shared with me on August 7th. And also another one on another day. Uh, so this is the warning he gave me to share with you ahead of time, actually. And he gave this to me after I saw most of this. What he said was he, he asked me to warn you ahead of time that this one will rattle you. Okay. And he said it will shake some people up, but it will be good for them in the long run. So I love that about the Lord. You know, even when he says, hey, here's a warning. Here's something to come. We see this all through scripture. He also gives us 
hope and he gives us purpose in the middle of the shaking, whatever that may be. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Some men you just can't reach. And then he said, remind them that condemnation isn't from me. This is what I was seeing on August 7th, okay? I started to see this vision of this flood water rushing down my neighborhood street. So I was seeing the street in front of my house, and this water was just rushing down. And then I saw the United States map, and I saw as waterways were rushing down, it was almost as if they were following the streets on the, you know, I could see all the streets of the, in the states on the map. And the water was like rushing down and like filling the streets, right? And as I was seeing this, suddenly the Holy Spirit began to speak to me, and he said, I'm rushing in. I'm rushing in. And he said, I'm moving through communities to change society. And then he said, I'm starting in homes where people are open to the move of my spirit and then branching out from there. And then this is the warning I actually got on June 30th. Okay. And this goes right along with what I'm sharing here. I saw a vision of seals on ice. (laughs) Am I having a (laughs) tease? I'm sorry, I didn't see that coming. (laughs) And they were all like staring up into the night sky, right? And they were following these things past with their heads. They were watching and they almost looked like shooting stars that they kept watching fly past one after another. And then I heard these seals say, what a wonderful winter we're having. What fun we're having on this side of the continent. That's what I heard. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say this, this word of knowledge right after that. He said, you're going to have a harsh winter in the Northern Hemisphere and then, I, and then I knew uh, that these seals were located in like Arctic regions, right? And then I heard the Lord say, this continent, and then he said, strongest in the Northeast. So when he said that, that reminded me of this, this map that I saw, right? Uh, and I was seeing like the Northeastern side of the United States. This is what I heard today when I was worshiping the Lord and getting ready for this video. I heard the Holy Spirit say, a shutdown is coming. It will follow the streams of water. And so the are trying to connect with a, a sense of exploitation, of manipulation, of abuse. And the concept of grooming is really linked into how can I inappropriately establish a connection with you? And so when the Lord started to say demonic grooming, I believe there are demons who are trying to connect emotionally with you to set the trajectory of your emotions who want to put their thoughts inside your head and what those demonic groomers are saying right now is don't you dare be a fighting Joshua don't you have a Joshua attitude that is authoritative that understands ownership of your space no these demonic groomers are saying you better settle for the status quo Jude 8, yet in the same way, these men also, by dreaming, defile the flesh and reject authority and revile angelic majesties.